0: (laughs) (laughs) so it is july in texas and boy is it hot as fuck
1: oh my god it's so fucking hot i sweat profusely you Uh, need to know that that's important information i mean we're we're all sweating our our balls off (laughs) oh my god
2: yes oh my god
1: you know what you know what's also hot what's hot craig's
0: craig's new album
1: oh my god yes it is all right so we're gonna play the interview and then
0: we're gonna play the song they picked Let's do it! Let's do it! We're here with Kriegsgrave. Woo! Uh, Woo! Uh, Would would, uh, the two out of three people currently in the band uh, that are present uh, introduce themselves and their roles?
3: (sighs) David, go ahead.
2: All right. I am David Sakura, and I play drums and most of the bass, unless somebody calls it for themselves (laughs) on a particular (laughs) song. Nice.
3: Uh, I'm Justin Coleman. I do vocals, uh, all the harsh vocals. David, you, you sold yourself short because you do the clean vocals too. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I play most of the, well, I play the rhythm guitars, some lead, and then like the ambient noises, synth, stuff like that. So nice. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. And Cody's not here. He does the other dweebly stuff. So there yes. we go. We filled that in form. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he, he he plays he likes to play the guitar. So, let's see. Oh my god, I should have wrote better notes. I've already forgotten the name of your album. Fire in the Fall? No.
2: Was that it? There you go. Yeah. Fires in the Fall, yes. Yep, oh.
0: Thanks thanks old memory i was willing
2: to let you twist in the wind for as long as it took
0: (laughs) (laughs) we were literally talking about it yesterday um yeah this is the seventh album correct
2: yes correct nice so awesome
0: yeah you said that it's been getting really positive feedback you've been getting positive feedback from this that's got to be encouraging
3: Yeah, it's uh, frankly, we're not used to the amount of positive feedback that we've gotten uh, because normally we get some from people we know or a few things here and there. But this has been from a lot of people that are new to to the band and what we do and from a lot of external sources that we haven't been in contact with previously that have been giving it a lot of praise, which is it's surprising and it's nice because that's not why we do what we do. But, you know, it's been it's been really nice to hear. So.
4: Oh,
2: yeah certainly. for sure yeah hearing it from just these other media outlets that we haven't heard from before like justin said that's that's been the most fun because you always kind of have your your core of people that kind of follow the band and they're always kind of chiming in anytime we post an update about recording and stuff like that but hearing stuff from like from the new people these these youtube channels i've never re- heard before that, that have yeah. tons of followers and stuff and they're just really into it and it's been pretty cool to see that's so sick
0: that's exciting well I don't wanna yeah, I it don't is have all the questions I'm gonna patty you, you <laughs> I was
5: I was curious um y'all have been at it for a good while but what uh what kind of I' was curious what you, what more of like your musical background was did were, were y'all um uh, like growing up did y'all take music lessons and stuff or did y'all kind of pick it up as you started putting the band together like you started developing more like we're, yeah, so I'll, I guess I'll start there. What is your musical background? Like, how
3: did, how did you get
2: into music to begin with? I'll let Justin go first. Uh, I,
3: I always grew up around music as a kid. Like, my dad played a lot of Southern rock records and, like, you know, ACDC, Scorpions, um, Def Leppard, Black Crows, Steve Ray Vaughn, stuff like that. Uh, so, <laughs> growing up, I kind of was exposed to music at an early age and I always really liked it. Uh, like I'd be really fascinated holding vinyls, like Molly Hatchet vinyls, because they had the Frank nice. that artwork and stuff on them. Yes, yes, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, so I was really, yeah, I knew I was interested um, in, in the sounds and the aesthetics of all of it. And then from there, just like late middle school, early high school, uh, I got into Metallica, um, Master of Puppets. I heard it, and it was it was kind of game over, you know. Like
2: Absolutely, I knew I yeah. loved
3: metal. Yeah. So that was kind of it adopted me. And and from there, I started playing guitar. Um, My friend had one and it looked cool. You know, I wanted to make that kind of noise. And uh, I got one, started taking lessons and I'm kind of giving you the the quick and fast version of this, Um, but took lessons for a couple of years and then got to a point where I was getting into more extreme versions of metal, black metal, death metal and stuff like that in the late 90s. And then just kind of went off on my own and started forming bands. Uh, actually, my very first band uh, was with Matt, who's in Argonaut. He's the singer for Argonaut with Cody. We were in a high school band together. We were like the two metal guys in high school. Uh, so it's kind of funny. So I've known nice. him for a really long time. And uh, from there, it was just playing in different bands. And then in 2007, I think is when I met David, because uh, I was in a band called Ballsguard and he was the the drummer for Volsgar, he stepped in and uh, that's when we started playing music together and it kind of just, we've, we've gone from there. So nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think it was, I think, yeah, like 2008 and then we played one show <laughs> in yeah. early 2009 and that was pretty much all she wrote for that. But <laughs> <laughs> was that at
3: Lola's in Fort Worth?
2: That was, uh, was uh yeah, it was Lola's Yeah, opening for Candle mass and daylight dies or whatever. Yep. That's rad. That was a cool show. (laughs) That's (laughs) (laughs) but my background, I guess, um, just as far as getting into music, um, like my old man always had a lot of cassettes of kind of 80s metal. Like he he wouldn't classify himself a metalhead, he listens to a lot of stuff. But like I used to play hockey and we'd be driving to and from hockey practice in his big van listening to like Tesla and Def Leppard and Motley Crue and stuff like that. And he was a big Judas Priest fan Mm. and Zeppelin and all that stuff. So we listened to that and that kind of planted that seed a bit. But um, my first like musical acquisitions came from just my brother uh, discarding stuff he had gotten tired of listening to basically, because he was flavor of the month, dude. He was whatever was popular. Mm. So he, he bought, you know, the black album and just wore it out and then got sick of it and gave it to me. And Pantera, Cowboys from Hell, and he gave it to me, and I was probably like six <laughs> when he gave it to me. <laughs> but
4: That's I, I awesome. liked it,
2: you know. I liked it enough to where I remember when Load came out, um, Metallica's Load. I bought it not day of, but it was like within a week or two of it coming out. I was I was all about it. Had my mother take me to the store to buy it. But um, I we didn't have any in the immediate family. We didn't have any musicians really until my brother. Uh, he was a big. <laughs> at the time anyways, flavor of the month, he was a big blink 182 fan. So he, um, he got himself a pawn shop, you know, fender squire or whatever. And he was learning some of their songs on it and I was not allowed to touch it, but I would anyways, Uh whenever he wasn't home or in the shower or whatever. So I was trying to teach myself guitar. And then I got into drumming, um, by, I was with my brother at one of his friends house and he had a drum set in there upstairs that he kind of never played. And, I would always ask if I could sit there and mess with it. And and uh, I ended up really taken to, to drums as kind of my favorite instrument. And then um, started a band freshman year of high school that was basically meant to just be a Metallica cover band. Yeah. Um, I, and it was and it's funny because it kind of is a very Lars Ulrich story because he kind of started Metallica before he really knew what the hell he was doing with his kit that he got. And that yeah. was kind of me. So like I was not any good at all. And I just had this dude in my, my speech class that just. I I look back on it. That teacher didn't teach us a damn thing. We had a free day every other day. It seems like he would bring his little practice amp and his guitar and he'd be playing like Ozzy Osbourne solos and Metallica solos and stuff. And he's like 14. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to steal this dude before somebody else does, even though I can barely play my drums. And we just kind of started a band that way, which kind of carried on all through high school and then kind of dissolved because we were going in different musical directions. I was wanting to get more, aggressive getting into more you know we were all kind of thrash fans and I was kind of getting more into pushing the extremes of that and slipping into you know death metal and things like that and they were Mm -hmm. wanting to go more uh like progressive Queensryche type stuff which I love but I just wasn't wanting to play it and uh so when that dissolved I just kind of you know playing in a few others for throughout the 2000s there and always kind of had Krigsgrove going as just a project uh, from 2004 onwards, and it really wasn't until 2012, maybe, um, that Justin and Corey pretty much praised the album that I had released at the time, uh, which was Lux Copta Est, and uh, and said, you know, you should you should play that live, and if you do, we'd love to like help you out with that and play live, play this material live. And uh, it just very quickly from there turned into like, well, let's just keep this as a group instead of just being live dudes or whatever. Let's just put our heads together. And that's just kind of where we've gone ever since. Nice. Yeah, we,
3: we, David, we had a project as well. So, I mean, yeah, Corey, David, and I had been playing the music together years before that. So we kind of knew we liked writing together and playing music together. So, you know, it was like an easy transition. Yeah. gotcha
0: nice nice uh, did i see a, a random third member pop on
6: i joined a second ago and it froze immediately <laughs> <laughs> I was just there it is here, like just waiting on i don't know what and then i get this text i was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyways yeah i'm here
0: uh, cool you're just in time to answer the first question
2: oh shit yeah we've already gone your turn.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Perfect timing. Good job. All uh, right. I'll let Patty uh repeat. I was just
5: I was inquiring as to what everyone's musical background was, like how they kind of got into the
6: into the thing. Musical background. Oh, okay. Um you know I started off as a kid. I guess my dad's influences, uh, you know, kiss, AC/DC, easy top. All that, you know, like southern rock stuff. And then, you know, I grew into the 90s with the Nirvana stuff. And then eventually, Corn, like Biscuit, whatever. And then got into Black Sabbath and Pantera. And it kind of took off from there, as far as metal goes, you know, into heavier and heavier bands. Uh, eventually, getting into, you know, some death metal. Like I started off Kill Switch, like metalcore 2005s in my teens. That's what really got me in Lemon God, got me into like the heavy death metal, black metal stuff. Kind of got the ball rolling.
2: Heard and that. There,
6: just all extreme, you know? Heard, Heard that.
2: that. And didn't you used to play in a cover band with your dad?
6: I did. uh <laughs> Yeah, that was my high school job. So instead of, you know, everybody else had like part time jobs at a grocery store or like a fast food thing, I played two nights a week in bars with my. My dad and his band made more than everyone else. You know, it, That's it was sick. you know, we nice. played like nine to two a.m. every night. But it's Friday and Saturdays, so but I made good money and it was fun. Where were you playing? Um, what was the like? What were the? It was southern rock country. It was we were a six piece or a seven. Okay, piece we played everything from. We played the country hits. We played like blues, like Stevie Ray okay. We played Eagles. We'd play. Nice. I I made them play some Mr. Crowley, Ozzy. That was nice. My they let me have <laughs> it. Nice. And we, our third set of the night was when everybody was drunk. We'd launch into eruption. You really got me, and then into funk. Like, uh, play that funky music, White Boy and Brick House and stuff. That was always that's fun awesome. Set. Yeah. You know, it's funny, a few years ago, I guess 10 years ago
5: now, I saw Van Halen and Cool and the Gang was the opener.
6: So uh, oh, shit. Like,
5: I've been for years <laughs> trying to figure out how to bridge how the fuck that happened. And then I'm like, OK, you're talking about going from Eruption to play that funky music white boy. I'm like, OK, That's there we are easy. now.
6: Yeah, no, that, that makes so much sense to me. <laughs> yeah, no,
5: like they're both party bands, so it works. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah.
0: Well, I feel like this is a good follow-up question. Um, what are you what have you been currently listening to?
6: Currently, um, uh, you know, I've been just a lot of the releases from this year. Right now, there's a lot of really good like speed metal, like the Enforcer and Air Raid are really cool. Oh, um, Air Raid's uh, rad. Uh, wilderness is great. Nice. And there's this one. I know the album cover. It starts with a T. Trim. Uh, it's it, I can't remember exactly how you say it, but it's amazing. It's got a red covered. I feel like I heard it from David that it came out.
2: Trimbulé or something? I don't know, dude. i got it right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scrolling. You've got five seconds. Fimbulé. Fimble it?
6: F I M B U L V E T.
2: Yes, great record. Their new one.
6: Yeah, yeah, that's a great one. I wasn't sure how to quite say that, but nailed that,
0: That's that's me every day. What's this? Band literally,
6: <laughs> we literally have an
5: ongoing thing on the podcast of like Sabrina get, finding like some Swedish or Finnish band name that that neither one of us can pronounce, and then she just defaults
6: to an Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Down. Sequie, I mean, I was just
6: like <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: uh, I've been listening to I keep going back to the last Convent album.
0: Oh, Convent's from, so good.
2: Yes, and they do they don't change the formula at all. Like from the debut to the second record, it's it might as well be the exact same freaking record but it's really good Mm -hmm. and so I keep coming back to that even though it's not particularly new and um and most recently I've been listening to the new um Outlaw from Brazil because that totally passed me by I I try to keep up with this stuff and it came out in March and I just didn't even know about it until very recently so I've been jamming that a lot the last few days
3: yeah that's real good what about
2: you Justin what are you listening to
3: Uh, Well, the new Outlaw as well, because it's basically dissection worship from Brazil, but it's really good. Um, I like the new Bizarre Cult a lot. I'm I'm just going to pick like two. So the new Bizarre Cults, I think, is really good, uh, top to bottom. And I've got a list of stuff that I'm kind of sifting through, but one that you turned me on to, Inherits the Void, that one's really good, too. It's like a more Riffy and Oceans. Yes, good Good comp.
5: If you if you had to play in a in a band that wasn't metal, like it be completely left field. Like, what type of music would you like to make if it wasn't if it wasn't metal or heavy music at all?
3: What would you like to be doing? Um, I go with harsh sense, like perturbator kind of stuff.
2: Nice, nice. Because I love that. I love that stuff anyway. So something like that. Gotcha. I listen to a lot of folky just all acoustic based type stuff like Vulcansmen and um, gosh, what are some others here? Um, like OC and the Jupiter and stuff like that. I love that. Okay. So probably something like that. I'm actually kind of working on some stuff like that, <laughs> but it'll probably take five years for me to finish any of it, but I'm keeping the dream alive.
6: Big. Oh yeah. I think I do something. I am like, jazzy or bluesy you know still very guitar driven of course that's what i would do but uh, yeah i think that's what it maybe something along that lines i still listen to that kind of stuff oh yeah hell yeah
0: very good oh uh, so if you had the opportunity to collaborate with any musician who would you choose
3: mm, that's a good this one. is an easy one yeah <laughs> <laughs> I already know it's easy. Howie Daniels. Well, with yeah. a given,
2: it, it, it's <laughs> going
3: to be Peter. Yeah,
2: Peter still, hands down. Yeah.
5: Hell yeah. Yep.
0: Oh no! Man. Oh, there you are.
2: Ooh. Yeah, I was freezing up, so I had to cut the video and bring it back up. Um, uh, maybe Evar Bjornson from Enslaved, just because I feel like he would write some super interesting riffs for me to try to write drums to and that i love enslaved That's like one of my favorite bands ever so i would definitely jump at that chance
0: very nice
2: i think
6: Mikel or michael from opeth before
4: heritage because i could write really good
6: (laughs) solos to his stuff i just feel like that's like guitar solo territory for me to just like Uh really hone in but before heritage of course after that
3: yeah. yeah well you could help guide him On his path, so he wouldn't make that mistake. It'd be like a correction of history.
6: Yeah, right. We need a time machine. I can fix this. Yeah. (laughs)
4: Yeah.
0: This is. How long have we been, right? Okay, we have, according to this, nine and a half minutes.
6: Well, if you all would have been on time, I mean.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Patty, uh, fire round.
5: Okay, favorite. All right, this is my favorite questions to ask people. If your absolute favorite piece of gear, like if you, the one piece of
6: gear you cannot live without, like oh, music gear, that's me. That's my my Marshall head, DSL or TSL one hundred, but it's uh, modded by Zen Relic, so it's got the, it's got the overdrive. It's got two. It's got two preamp overdrives: the full range and the mid boost, like a tube screamer. It's got a Variac in the uh the power system to really push it. And it's also got uh rectifier, uh modern, and like a vintage switch to kind of different voicings, and it just it's it's a dragon. Like you don't need an overdrive in front of it to really push it. It is fire just coming out of the speakers and it's hell a yeah. thing. I love it. It's what I tracked everything with on Crick
3: too. Justin. That's not very exciting. Just one of my guitars. Uh, I I just need something to make songs on. Um, so one of my two guitars, either the one I just got, which was a custom um, from Grazini Guitars or my Ibanez uh, Iron Label baritone. So just one of those two, because that to me is the most important part for me is, you know, being able to write stuff and remember it. And so it's it's kind of lame, but I'm going to have to go with one of those. Hell Yeah.
2: No, Mine might be even worse because <laughs> no. uh, I truly I'm the opposite of a, of a gearhead like I've played shows with just Frankenstein uh, two kits put together pretty much and symbols that are all cracked to hell and stuff like that but um, I guess I would say I have a pork pie little squealer snare that is not really suitable for recording it's I've never gotten it to sound good on recordings but for live it's amazing. It's super loud. It's a 12 inch by six inch. So it's deep, but it's, you know, good small. God. and yeah. it's, it's really loud and I hit pretty hard to begin with. So I use that one for live and it just cuts through the live mix uh, really well. So that one's like, when it comes to playing live, at least, I kind of feel like I, I need that one.
6: That sounds so good. I mean, Randy used the 13 by seven pork pie. Yeah. That and it sounded good. great. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's awesome. I, I love those things.
0: Nice uh speaking of live uh will you guys be finding yourselves in a position to play live locally or touring <laughs> fingers crossed
6: i would love to anytime of course yeah but, you know i guess it depends on the show depends on our situation if we can make it just depends but we're not a, i wouldn't say we're opposed to playing live it's not a no it's just yeah. can it happen
0: Right Who side. would y'all
6: want to play with if if you could? I'm ready to open up for Emperor tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> to <meet> <laughs> the game, right. I mean, there's so many bands that'd be
2: great to play with. Yeah. Yeah. I Anybody that we
3: can see for free, that would be
2: right. From the side of the stage. Yeah. No, yeah, I yeah. we were, we were just talking recently about how I, I had said how much I would love for us to get on that fire in the mountains festival oh. now that they're bringing it back for next year so um, that would be uh, a pretty cool one to do but that's a good um, festival but like cody said it's all just kind of situational so we get an offer for something and if we can make it happen then we'll do it and if it seems worthwhile we'll do it and but you know we got families and kids and jobs and you know oh
0: yeah totally can't yeah. always
2: make it work yeah.
0: yeah true all right we have uh about a little over five minutes left uh i think uh an important question uh what should people know about this album and about the band for people that are are new to kriegsgrave
4: good
3: i think i think if you're looking (laughs) for something that's (laughs) did i get you man no
6: no i had nothing
3: (laughs) no I i was gonna say if you're looking for something that combines melodic death metal black metal and doom metal into one thing that still kind of has a unique flair, but it also has virtuosic guitar playing and it focuses on songwriting. That's kind of what we're about. And I think what this album ultimately achieves is what we've built up for the past, you know, if you want to say seven records, this is the apex of what we've been trying to do. I definitely can say for the last five records and it's the absolute best of what we're doing right now. And it's the perfect representation of the three of us as musicians and just creative people as an output. So, Yeah.
0: yeah. Good answer.
2: I concur. (laughs)
5: quick question who mixed this thing because damn uh the mix on it is fantastic on on the record
2: so that was ove imbor from wolf throne studios in finland and uh we first heard him we heard the first kveian record and um which i don't know if you've probably heard them but um just loved the mix and it was really i mean that's how so many bands choose people to mix their records is they heard some other record that sounded good to them <laughs> they said yeah who, who mixed yeah. that yeah so yep. we've used him for the last two and uh and he he did a fantastic job
5: it sounds great it sounds really everything's really well balanced like everything is super clear it sounds big was, yeah
2: big and
0: impressive exactly sure Uh. Ooh, uh, Petty! I think it's time to to ask our fun question.
5: It's not my favorite question. (laughs) Three
0: minutes, quick. Any mythical creature you can be it. What do you choose? What's a head scratcher?
2: Mm. Mm -hmm. I know that's a hard one. Be a phoenix. Get to fly and shoot fire and shit. Yes. Nice to all of that.
5: And then (laughs) just make like just an epic. You know. this I,
2: i'm leaving now <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> yeah all right come on yeah. gentlemen you're running out of time I yeah.
6: like jeopardy music I'll, I'll be a leprechaun because i got a pot of gold and a rainbow and it's just fun as fuck so you know yeah and you get an incredible horror franchise yeah <laughs> yeah exactly.
3: that's true
6: that's true i get to meet her
3: yeah, exactly. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the first one, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Uh Let's go. Let's go. Werewolf. Nice. Fun. Yeah, nice. yeah. Fun. we'll just roll with that.
2: Have some, have some fun nights.
5: Yeah, dude. That you'll never remember with some people you'll
3: never forget. No. Sorry. don't <laughs> have to worry about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll be on fun. your conscience
0: right uh i uh i really appreciate you guys taking the time to talk with us this evening
6: yes very much so yeah sorry i was late guys oh it's okay i'm just sitting here that's like what (laughs) the fuck. yeah
0: yeah it's all right it's all right well uh thank you again best of luck with the album
3: yep yep and thanks for having us on yes thank you oh for sure
0: cool cool all right well have a good night guys and enjoy the emperor show
6: i right, see ya.
1: That was the closing drag from their seventh album. Seventh album? seventh album. Yeah, it came out uh, June 23rd, and that puppy is called Fires in the Fall. Fires in the Fall. Yeah, that makes sense. That that, that title is quite apt. Yeah, because I fucks with that very heavy. Right? Yeah. I saw you taking notes. I did. I did to take notes. I figure it's better if I take notes because my brain is the what that thing, which uh, y'all know that y'all know what I mean by that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. First off, they suckered me in immediately with the the Dually guitar thing, right, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for that. Like, there's it's just you know I grew up on like Boston and Skinner, uh, all my brothers and all that business. And I love these dueling guitars, and that was absolutely fantastic. And you know, like you know, sometimes like in a song they'll do like they'll have the, like a kind like of a Know, guitar intro like that or just you know just a sort of synth intro or anything really and it's just not quite long enough that was perfect that was literally like how long exactly how long it to be before it kicked in with that you know just it was before the drum started you know pounding away yeah yeah very much appreciated that um the pacing was was really nice like tempo wise right like starts off with, you know, just that, and you know, just the dueling guitar business, and then it kicks amps up with the drums, and then just kind of, you know, war times, and then, <laughs> then it picks up again. What? Like, wow. Like, the fuck? Like, that was, and it was paced perfectly, and then when it starts to get toward the end there, it starts to slow down, and then it just, it was perfect. The the pacing was great. Did mix this thing? Fantastic job. Absolutely a fantastic job, uh, and all the instruments absolutely sounded amazing. But the guitars were perfectly clear; like I could make out everything so beautifully. They were balanced, fantastic. Um, that's the guy that mixed it. I'm, I'm I am so sorry, friend. I am not going to attempt to pronounce your name. O W E first name is O W E O. Oh. Last name is Enbor. Go with that. They're, oh, they're, they are Finnish. This okay. is why we struggle. This is, this is indeed why we struggle. hmm Um, you know, the whole time, the whole time though, especially towards the end there, like, I could really imagine, like, a circle pit, like, going on. Like, not, had no difficulty seeing that happening, but it was like a dusty-ass circle pit. Like, it was in the middle of a dirt lot or the, you know, like, or like, Battlefield. I don't know why there would be a circle pit to Battlefield, but maybe, I don't, I don't know, maybe like... Maybe it's I s- s- I don't know, strategy. Maybe, Sab- maybe Sabaton finally decided to, you know, host a show and, like at an old base or something. <laughs> I don't know. But that's... Yeah! It's... I feel like I use the word cinematic a lot. But that's... That's just how your brain works. It is. I, I, it, I think it's cool. It is visual. It is very visual. And that immediately elicited a visual response for me. So, hell yeah. Wait until you put the whole thing in your ear. The whole album. The whole album? Just listen to the whole album. Will it fit in my ear? I don't know. It might be too good. Damn. <laughs> I have to break it up into small bits a little bit at a time, please. Thank you. Just like going to digest this song and think about it and what it means to me and how I feel as a person. I fuck with it. Get real in depth. We got real deep. I have a answer. Right? Well, I, I don't know. I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good. Uh, first off, like, creek Great is a dope-ass band. I fucks with it. Uh, they've been slept on. Hard. Uh, if you if you like that, listen to the whole album and then just work backwards in their discography. Uh, but I I got some damn good promos in my inbox. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Yeah, like the only song off this uh, one that wasn't in your promos was uh, the "Kriegsgrave" song. Yeah, yeah, like damn. Uh, okay, so the, this one I feel like this one is a good follow up to "Kriegsgrave." Um, when things have too many vowels, my brain kind of. Does the thing? Does the
0: thing where I'm like, eh.
1: I feel like, though to be, to be fair, I don't know if it's to you or not, but hmm. I feel like if it also has too many consonants, if it's just if, if it's not in if it's foreign too, yeah yeah if it's or not Latin. if it's not well balanced. Uh, all right, I want to know if you can pronounce this. Here, here. A it, it is E A V E. Eve, is that Eve? Yeah, is that just Eve with an A thrown in for confusion's sake? Probably. Where are they, where are they, where are they from? Connecticut. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eve. You know what, though? Who knows? It could be like Gaelic, and it's pronounced like Sarah.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like that band from Scotland. I like S A O R. Soar. But if you like. Dictionary, the word sword, that's
1: not how it was, but uh, Scotland. It could just be a different spelling. I don't know. But anyway, Eve. Yeah. Eve. Let's go with Eve. We'll go with Eve. Uh, they have their third album, Fervor, coming out July 28th. Uh, this band has been around since 2016. Uh, they're putting this thing out on Bind Rune Records. Okay. Uh, I got, I got a little bit to say about this band so oh, before oh, we dive into now. the song. Uh, so, mm, Eve <laughs> has a formidable selection of songs that demonstrate a fiery new approach to their unique brand of atmospheric metal. Mm-hmm. Blistering with energy and venom, and missed passages of ethereal and shattering. Well, can we get on like NPR melodies <laughs> with the metal? Oh my god, I have I have listened to NPR where they talk about metal, and I'm like into it. Or do they get like all ASMR with the? No, well, they before Agalog broke up, they were on NPR talking about the the last album they put out, we really split. Yeah, I got I was I got really excited about that shit. Okay. I, just, I don't know, I just, I just, I just hear like this particular track This particular track is, uh, is uh, going to just yes. it's going to make your ears dance and sing. Yes, I hear they uh, sacrifice a small people in order to appease the recording engineer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh. Exactly. All right. So they, they heavily incorporate elements from a myriad of musical genres and applying a broad tone of experimentalism to their soaring style of New England black metal, or I guess more like a post black metal kind of
0: kind of thing. Uh, but anyway, uh,
1: fervor sheds light on the beauty and darkness that forever exists in mankind and its relationship to the natural world. Wow, that's, uh, that's very touching stuff. Though. Thank you for listening to NPR. No, <laughs> Bring it on. Um. I don't want to say too much until after I play the song for you, but I'm excited to share it. Let's do it. Back in my debut on the year podcast, indeed, I uh, picked Arcana from, from Iron Age as is uh, as, as one of my favorite middle songs. Mm-hmm. and it, it it is a longer track. It, it does it does have its slower moments, and I kind of I kind of got a few of those here. Kind of got a few of those, and and I think part of what makes me. Feel Iron Age, not just in in the slower moments, but also in the guitar tone. There's there's something about it that sounds like it's not coming from a guitar that's typically used for metal. Although, like I say that, but it's definitely like someone is using a Gibson, like a like a Les Paul or an Explorer to do this instead of like like an ESP or a Jackson or an Ibanez. This is more like, maybe, I I can see, like, part of me can see Matt Pike playing some of this stuff, uh, for High on Fire, Uh, Asleep, uh, but, you know, though, kind of, like, I love what they were doing with the guitar stuff on this, it got super dramatic, Mm -hmm. and the whole tune was great, the whole tune was awesome, but I think the outro was, like, my favorite part how it just started, like, decaying into ruin by the end of it. Like, yeah. like, one guitar sure is playing all these, you know, riffs and what have you, like, playing that business, and then there's just the other guitar in the background just feeding back, like, leaning on the amp. And yeah. you know, just screaming for attention. Yeah. Um, there's part of it, though, it, it, there is an epic to it, an epic kind of quality in that you also know that I'm a massive Cody and Cambria fan. Uh-huh. And this, like, I've, I've heard Cody use similar uh, melody lines, I should say, and melody's the probably the wrong word. Like a, a similar passage in some of their music, kind of tw- the longer songs, like the more dramatic ones towards the end, kind of getting the same thing. So there, I guess there is a proggy yet sludgy element to the end. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think they were one of the, like, I'm listening to all the music to try to decide what order to put it in. And they were like one of the last ones and I was like, ooh. And I just, when I first was listening to the promo and just I like, listened to the whole album, I was like, this just, it feels so different. So, mm-hmm. just like, I mean, I feel like that's how metal stays fresh. Absolutely. It's just Absolutely. bringing on all these elements that are outside of this genre and incorporating it and making it interesting. And I just feel that the album, not just the song, but the album is just pretty refreshing. Yeah. And uh, it's definitely going to be one of my favorites on this episode. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I can feel it. It's great stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely great stuff. Yeah. It's really good. Um, uh, Let's see... Next. Next. Alright, so we got here Lanzarath. Okay. Lanzarath, yeah. Pretty sure I'm saying that right. <laughs> <laughs> the album is called God, I hope I don't Meta okay. uh,
0: Metagalactic Domination.
1: That yeah. Okay. I have thoughts running through my head. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You can expect this album out July fourteenth. Okay. It is being put out by Northern Spire Productions. This band is from Michigan. Uh, so they were formed back in two thousand eighteen by a couple of dudes. They're just one and two. Huh. Yep. That's it. In my head, I'm like, oh, thing one, thing two it makes metal cool.
0: Perfect. Uh, Simple. Right?
1: But they had this uh, vision of kind of like a grassroots DIY black metal band that just captures the energy and emotion of purely amateur musicians as uh, in line with like the pioneers of the genre. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. With their first three full-length offerings, they owned their craft, holding all of the tools that black metal has to offer... To create a dynamic soundscape and compelling atmosphere, aggressive riffing, uh, blast beats. Bitches love blast beats. Yeah. Uh, Scaving vocals.
4: (laughs) uh,
1: To convey their message to the darkness. Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Um, I mean, is
1: there's any other way? Right? Yeah. Um, But with um, Metagalactic Domination, such a mouthful of a title uh is is there i'm sorry i I, i'm sorry to interrupt i am what part of me is just like i keep thinking beastie boys (laughs) (laughs) uh i'm sorry that's just this is i know this is not what we're going to get because this is a this is a reach but if like beastie boys started making black metal i kind of want to hear what that sounds that would that would be interesting it would be a clusterfuck Anyway, continue, sorry. <laughs> That's where my brain is. You're fine, you're fine. Yeah. Um, so, uh, active Domination is their fourth full-length album that dives deeper into the cosmic corridors of their universe mm-hmm. to a realm uh, shed of perceptions and earthly bonds travel through vicious displays of black metal bludgeoning with melodic um, otherworldly passages into the obscure. Very nice. They're nice Very nice indeed. Um, But yeah, they are really just doing, uh, as far as physical media goes, CDs and sets. Okay. So you vinyl nerds out there don't get any yet, but... Uh, still, go, go listen, but before we do that, I'm going to show you Galactic Will of Oppression. Mm-hmm. You ready, buddy? Yeah. Okay, Of oppression. Do you feel oppressed? I actually kind of feel oppressed after listening to that. Nice! So like, and I, okay. Have you seen The Witch? Or The Vivid? As, 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 as my old friend Gayfill used to say. Oh, definitely. Okay, cool. Okay. You know at the beginning of the movie where the baby's being turned to pulp and being used as the, the, like the stuff she wipes her broom down with? To go to the fly. Remember this? It was at, that was at the beginning? It was at the beginning, like when the baby first gets kidnapped and she, it cuts to the scene of the witch, like basically muddling the baby. What what? Since I, watch this? I haven't seen it since it came out. Oh my god, I love that movie so much. Uh, I need to rewatch it because I'm a fan. I oh, just... it's such a good movie. Uh, but that. that but witch, it makes you think of that? Well, that's. Just... <laughs> Pope I, like, I feel like I didn't really the pulp baby business, but... It's, I don't, I'm the, here for it, though. No, no, we're here for it. We're here for it, but the witch that's doing the, the pulping of the, the, the baby, I feel like if she listened, or if she started a metal band, this is what it would sound like. And I mean that in the best way possible. Oh, I mean, but I think witches making music, metal in particular, would be fantastic. Would be amazing, right? Because I, I feel like a witch like that would would gravitate toward because I'm I'm picturing like okay like this witch got sprung forward in the eighties and nineties, and I feel like if she walked into a record store and having known what a record store was and having garnered the knowledge of you know how to play records and how we do things, what she would gravitate toward would be death. I feel like those album covers would. Like, she would just see leprosy and be yeah, like, oh, "Exactly, exactly," and just go scream. bloody glory you, Sounds like my victim. It sounds like that baby. Um, yes, please. And I feel because, like, to me, okay. So here's how. Here's where I'm going with this. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna bring this around. I promise. I believe it. You no, know, because I feel like the vocals on this sound like, like. In a, in a kind of a low-budget horror film, like when the witch is coming after your children. Yeah. Like, or when she gets kind of low and guttural. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the vocals sound like here, and I love it so much. I really, the person doing the vocals on this, I really hope you take that as a compliment, that's exactly how I'm meaning it. Like, I, I mean, instrumentally, it sounds like it was recorded in the late 80s, like early 90s. I dig that yeah, it's kind of lo fi ish. Like 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 what you were talking about, like it was like some people who didn't necessarily have much of a clue what they were doing at first, like picked up instruments and just kind of picked it up, figured it out as they went along. They they're they're accomplishing their goal of emulating the pioneers of the genre. Yeah, it sounds great. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it. Like to me, if if Bill and Ted met met up with that witch from the the witch, it's part of the band. Yeah. This is what it would sound like. So instead of like a a phone booth, they get broomsticks and she's like, let's go. And they're like, huh, totally. Yeah. And and instead of the the phone booth, it's like, well, a cauldron, maybe it's a flying cauldron. Maybe. Ooh. 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 Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Flying cauldron. And, or it's like a dingy recording studio. like, Yeah. Right somewhere in New Jersey. It has to be Jersey, right? Uh, Yeah, I mean, they're from Michigan. It's it's in the U.S. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. It's in the U.S. Detroit, Michigan. Ooh, Detroit. Yeah, yeah. oh, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Detroit, Rock City. This is where we're going. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, uh. I enjoyed that quite thoroughly. I you know one. I'm really glad. I had a good time. I'm glad. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I feel like we're getting progressively longer, because uh, the next song is our longest. Okay. All right, all right. So the, this next band is Voidhaven. Voidhaven? Yeah, they're from Germany, and I can pronounce their band names. Good. Wow. I know, I know. Like, I, I feel but... like at some point in the future, we need to do a segment where we actually learn how to pronounce all these bad names that we fucked up, and we go back and apologize and pronounce them correctly. God, I hope I remember to, like, <laughs> apologize like, I apologize I'm about to butcher you. <laughs> just feel like we can't apologize enough. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I am a result of America's education system. Yeah. Yeah, We, we need to put more money on education and less in the military. We'll just put I've it that it. way. And I have to <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah, as useless as it is. Public relations and okay. I. Oh damn! Yeah, it's like working in customer service when you're introverted as fuck. Also
4: said <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I worked in customer service for the last like, well, god, six years retail. Two thousand nine for me. I kind of consider it to be the job I'm doing now. Right? Like, it's somewhere between advertising and retail. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. This thing. You need this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the woes of retail and customer service back to Void (laughs) Haven. Sorry. No, no, (laughs) we're good. (laughs) (laughs) We're just sharing trauma. Yeah, for real though. Like, the, the trails of thought have many tracks. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. We've we've all run into our... Our mini doors, Ed boys! Our, our, our fair share of trauma. Yes. With other humans. Yeah. Well, with, with well, humanity is trauma. That's why we have metal. That's why we do have metal. And this is why we have this great band from Hamburg, Germany. Voidhaven! Voidhaven! Uh, Watch so, it's not Voidhaven at all. Watch it's like... <laughs> <laughs> like oh, Bowen
0: f- Oven. oh, Fuck! Fuck. <laughs> um This one is actually already out. It came out June 9th.
1: Okay.
0: Uh this album is called Lithic L
1: I T H I C Lithic. Okay. Pretty sure I'm getting that. I feel like uh, you are. I feel like that's right. It's uh though their label I'm a little question on. Ardua. Ardua music? A R D U A Ardua. ardua,
4: ardua? Ah. We'll,
1: well say I'm good. Anyway, fuck it. Void <laughs> Haven formed in 2016. They have a self titled EP that came out in 2018. So, this is their debut album. Ooh. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, so, this quintet is made up of members of Ophius, Funeral Fuck, which I need to check that That's
4: out. A great name That's a great band name. FUNERAL FUCK! Oh my god, that's
0: incredible. I know, I know. There's and so many
1: implications there.
0: Oh, this is... Also, the U's are V's because it's more cult that way. Ah. And the fuck C's, you
1: go with another K. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about the spelling. Oh my god. To make it more metal. I love the name of this man so much. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe we'll
0: have to find them. Yeah, we need to find some
1: funeral fuck. Like, funeral fuck. Uh, can I get a shirt? Like <laughs> I just... I want that shirt.
0: I would wear that. Yeah. I, I, I would even
1: try to wear that at work. I'd be like, no children! I don't s- you could get away with it because they use their Vs and it's spelled differently, so maybe people wouldn't know. Yeah, they'd probably just be like, I don't understand, I can really spell cat. Yeah, also, again, American education. So mm, they could be yeah. away. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> the ignorance of society, I'll get by with it. Um. But anyway, so Void Haven Crafts, an, an atmosphere... ...of oppressive, yet uh, harboring gloom. Uh, lyrically, they incorporate uh, skeptical world-watching, uh, critical reflection of societal relations... ...addressing inner struggles, and spinning haunting tales. I mean, maybe these guys work retail. I'm, I'm anxious to see. Right? But, but musically, they blend a foundation of melancholy doom... With Elements of Death. So they are a death-doom band. Definitely more on the doom side of the spectrum, but there is very obvious Elements of Death. I'm your Uh Let's see. So after the release of their 2018 D, uh, title, self-titled EP, uh, they overcame a lineup change. They, they have a new drummer. Uh, obviously an unplanned break, being the pandemic, uh, personal circumstances disrupting things uh yeah so they started making this album that we're about to hear back in october of 2022. uh if you enjoy my dying bride of the sun uh hamford uh this is gonna be up your alley i am into it i'm i'm prepared for this. so i'm excited to share this with you uh we're gonna be listening song to walk among ghosts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> work. To me, okay, so the first thing I thought, you know that, that scene at the end of Return of the King where Aragorn starts, like, singing, you know, and, oh, yeah, it okay. okay, is that, is that that, is that the actor really singing? No, I, I thought, I thought it was. I thought that was Viggo Mortensen actually singing that. Because of Dane Boy. Viggo got pipes. Oh my god. Yes.
4: <laughs>
1: uh, that's kind of what I thought of here. His voice, his t- the timbre of his voice sounds a lot like Vigo or whoever is singing it in, in Return of the King. Like, I, I, I. It has that same. What's the word I want to use here? Like. Not royal, but. Not quite majestic, but. I. You know what I'm getting at here? Like, it's it, it has a certain, like... The words are hard. Yeah, because I don't want to use the word pure, because pure is almost a creepy word anymore. Oh, uh, right? Yeah. Like, purity dances. Oh, so Ugh. disgusting. But, like, it, it has, like, such a pristine quality to it. Like, it's just so clean. Like, it's... You have to stop dead in your tracks and pay attention. Yeah, and then, but it also, but like, you've got these instrumentals underneath it. Like, if Aragorn joined the metal band, this is what that would sound like. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think the clean and harsh vocals are both really good. I have no idea if they're coming out of the same person because the bass player does vocals, the guitar player does vocals. Who's doing what? I have no idea but they're both doing it well. Absolutely. Very much agree. Yeah, and the, just the clean, just like... You know what? Good, Congratulations. Good good, good, good job. You, good, you got blessed with great pipes. So. Whatever secular choir you were a part of growing up, good job. Like, they, yeah. they, yeah. they did right by you. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other favorite part of the song kind of leans toward the, the back half of it. Like, yeah. okay, first off, let me... I was I was listening for the for the death metal bits for a second, and then I heard the drums, the the, the blast beats on the drums. Mm-hmm. Okay, there we go. I heard it. and then I think you would quite call that blast beats. You're not going fast enough, but uh, but definitely the. It's really like there's aggression there. Absolutely, like yeah. the sixteenth you note, know, but it's such a slow tempo that so you don't really notice. But mm-hmm. uh, but kind of towards the end there, where the guitars get clean and those really breathy. You know, mm-hmm. vocals kick in under over over the top. And then the heavy bits come back, and then clean vocals come back in soaring. Just That's a that's that's, that's a, the that's, word. That, that's the word. I think I was that's what I was looking for. Yeah. Thank you, Brain. Uh, <laughs> but then also here's the thing I am a sucker for synthesizers. Absolutely, absolute sucker for it. If it's my dad and his love for like uh, that gave me that but I love the synths on this they sound incredible I am very much this is my favorite song we've played so far this is Ooh, the, yeah, the, the slowest and doomiest I know that's saying something right like like I, maybe, maybe is this growing up uh, <laughs> is, uh, is is this is this progress uh, I, I guess. Just, or am I just tired? <laughs> Maybe all of the above. Yes, they don't have to be mutually exclusive. Exactly. Sometimes they're just like some good sit back in my recliner middle. And I'm, like, honestly, like, the whole album is just, like, mm. chef's kiss. I encourage all to people, obviously I want you all to listen to all the music we play on here, but, like, go listen to Void Yeah. Like, I, I very much... Second, this notion only having heard this song. The whole album is I've already record. added it to my. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it's glorious. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here for it. Um, well, now that we've relaxed you, you're in your recliner, you're chilling, let's, uh, let's, uh, amp it up a little bit. Just a yeah. little bit. Just a little bit? Yeah, a little or, bit. Are, are we going full up? Uh, uh, well, hold up. Uh, so, so the next band that I am playing for you. This day... Let me find my notes. Ageless Summoning. Oh. Yes. Okay,
0: so they're from the UK.
1: Uh, they are on Dark Descent Records. Okay, we know Dark Descent. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a fan. Uh, as many people know, I won't shut up sometimes. <laughs> uh, okay. Ageless Summoning was inspired by the otherworldly death medal of... Stephen Tucker era Morbid Angel, okay, okay, and the Discord of Immolation, and like okay, okay, like Blink was Blood Incantation, okay, is also inspired by Immolation, okay, uh, as,
0: uh that are inspired by them, I
1: typically am a big fan of, them. okay, for can sure. You, can you talk about Blood Incantation quite a bit. That's because they're one of my favorites. Blood Incantation's good stuff. they you don't go stop talking about it, man. Mm, I have the, 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 most of my shirts are. I have the most shirts of them.
4: Damn! Wow. Just saying that, okay. anyway. Trailing off here for just a little Ooh, moment. trailing. Trailing. We, trailing. we love a, tra- we love a trail.
1: <laughs> um, band shirts. How many drawers do your band shirts occupy? Or do you kind of hang them up? In the oh, oh, I I hang my babies. Okay. Band shirts get a special section in the closet where they hang. Um, okay. I try not to wear them too often because I want to keep them pristine. looking pristine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, when I was, before inflation started kicking their asses, I was buying the special detergent for the black clothes Fair. to make them black and keep them black. Uh, but I don't know how many shirts I have. I've never counted, but I have quite a few. Okay. Yes. Got it. A few? Three drawers full. Uh, six to seven shirts per stack three rows no six rows so six times let's say six times six. 36 shirts a drawer yeah you got a lot of shirts yeah I do and I'm still like trying to give some away and I still had to stack some in my closet too wow yeah I uh yeah it's funny though I catch myself wearing same ones a lot uh yeah way, yeah yeah i, I mean i'm we, we, more, we, really. we have our favorites we do we do uh any morbid angel shirts i actually don't have any morbid angel shirts funny That's enough okay. yeah i don't i don't have a lot of metal shirts like a lot of shirts from older metal bands funny enough i feel like hot topic cornered that market for a while mm. and kind of ruined it I, I don't even know. I last time I saw a hot like a hot topic it was mostly Hello Kitty vomit. This is true. This is true. I just I know I've seen like fourteen thousand Slayer shirts out there. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, and King Diamond and Merciful Fate and Yeah, and also when you when you're going to shows and you're buying the shirts of the show, like Yeah. I mean Yeah. Like, do I... And also, do I need to rep a band that, like... Everybody and their grandma knows? Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel no, like. but, no. Yeah. But, anyway. You do you, though. You do you. No judgment. You got a Slayer shirt? You fucking wear the bucket. I mean, Carrie King probably still wears a Slayer shirt. even though they're, they're, they're done. He's, he's the biggest fan. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Um,
0: let's see. The band tries to emulate the sludgy, benevolence, and desolate atmosphere of the likes of Gateways of Annihilation okay.
1: and Here in Afar okay. uh, declares their vocalist uh, Ali Lauder. Ooh. And if nice I name. said that wrong, random, sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, we feel that the unique atmosphere and mythos conjured by that slower-paced and hypnotic style were underappreciated and overlooked, and we didn't know of how many bands doing things in that vein. So we thought we'd try it ourselves. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Our goal has never been to just imitate what has come before, but we're not trying to hide our influences either. Respect that. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, you know what? I just kind of want to jump into it. Play the thing.
0: Yeah, let's just play the thing. Um, (laughs) The album doesn't come out. Oh, yeah, the album is called "Corrupting
1: the Inter." I'm sorry, "Corrupting the Intrepid Plane." It comes out July 21st. Um, Yeah, we're gonna listen to "Epoch of Souls." Yeah, I got Stompy on that one. That's 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 some good Stompy Stompy. But like I, yeah, I like that one a lot. Yeah, <laughs> Unpredictable am predictable as but I know what I like, and I, I like I said I've said it probably twelve thousand times before, but I like some good caveman shit, and this was,
4: this was some good caveman
1: shit. Yeah, just like aggression. Yeah. Definitely wake you up a little bit after some just really nice death doom. Yeah, and exactly. Now we're, we're amping it up. Like you had a wonderful slumber, and then you wake up to find, or uh, on the on the other cave has <laughs> has absconded away with your your dodo bird that you were going to have for breakfast, <laughs> and you going to go take your club and you know. Do the thing to his face, like that's what this sounds like to me. Like this music makes me feel the same way. Like two hundred stab wounds makes me feel. Yeah, I love two hundred stab wounds. Yeah, two hundred stab wounds is fun. Yes. Uh, yeah, I I, I like. It. Yes, this is great. Good. This is very good. Good. It has the things I like. It has. The d- 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 drums. And then, but there's also, like, there were some moments there where, like, they almost went hardcore for a second. Mm. Like, there was that boom, bah, boom thing going on, and then, but they were using, like, really dissonant guitars over the top, so it was, like, metal guitars over hardcore drum beats, but it wasn't metallic hardcore. Like, there was there was some, some shit going on in there that was really nice separation, but it worked. Right.
4: Uh,
1: I can't say I've listened to a whole lot of uh, that that particular area of uh, uh, Morbid Angel. Stephen Tucker era Morbid Angel. But uh... hey, if if that if if this, that's what they're trying to emulate, like if the boot fits, if the boot fits, kick them, in the, kick them in the teeth. Exactly. <laughs> Um, well, let's go from one UK band to another. Uh, let's see. We have two songs left. Both Willowtip releases, though. Okay. Uh, if, if you remember, uh, Willowtip is good as fuck. Uh, they're a really good label. Um uh, and they release some really good shit. Uh, okay, so this band is from the UK, but let's see if I can pronounce their name. Oh. Random. Hold on, hold on. We need to have like a a, a, like a sound bite for every time. (laughs) Pronounce the name. What's that word? (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! We should make this a drinking game. Every time I mispronounce something, drink. Or or every time we go off on a tangent, tangent two. Y'all be fucked up in the first thirty minutes of this. Don't go. don't yeah. do this while driving. No, of <laughs> course. Be safe. Be safe out there. We want you to be able to listen to the next episode. Uh, so
0: ran not. That's it. That's the
1: only reason we want you to stay on. So
0: listen and, and explore music and
1: you know, your family and friends probably like you. Exactly. Even though I've we've never met Probably. I would hope so. But yeah, like live long and prosper, homies. Uh anyway, Ranog. R A N N O C H. You know. Renach. No. Let's go with that. Inny, inny, it sounds inny. cool. It sounds cool. Um, so, this album comes out July 21st. It is called Conflagurations. Wow. I feel like a bunch of words together there. Mmm, yes. <laughs> uh, so, Conflagurations is 52 minutes of untamed evolution. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, so, Rannoch is accompanied by Australian drumming legend Dan Pressland I'm very, of... I'm very, very, disappointed you didn't say that in an Australian accent. Austral, no. <laughs> Dan Pressland of Ne Obliviscaris, which I can never pronounce that band name, I'm so sorry, and Black Lava, which I can say that because it's basic as fuck. Baklava? Baklava. And uh, ne obliviscaris, so he's he's like a good drummer, and of course he's in Australia, so these people are definitely emailing shit. Oh yeah, yeah, because who can afford to fly to and from Australia? To be real,
0: Uh, but anyway, these seven tracks
1: open up new levels of musicality, pushing aggression, melancholic refrains, and winding aerial avenues of dark. Depths and complexity. Uh, so the same guy that mixed uh, some pretty old shit, shit, uh, James Stevenson, uh, did the mixing of this here. It's like a hybrid of like progressive death metal. you for it. I figured you'd you throw a prog at the title, I'm here for it. If you're like, yes. Yes, please. Uh, so they, they have a refreshing take on uh, like the death metal uh Focusing on uh, fastidious technicality, precision, rich songwriting, uh, swaths of clean vocals, dark ambience, uh, dynamic riffing, and, of course, sledgehammer brutality, and savage, intense screaming. Um, Do you need to say more? Do I? I Do I? You already said sledgehammer intensity, Um, I believe, was, was... yeah, yeah. The Descriptor um, there. It is. You had me. It, this, this so this band's been around since 2000, 2004, and they they have been like every release they put out has gotten a lot of love. Our uh, reflections upon the dark. I mean, Metal Hammer UK proclaimed them potentially to be uh, amongst the U like the elite UK death metal. So oh. the, these boys got skills. Uh, to pay the bills, I am going to play for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you faded off on that. Yeah, right? Uh, Dog Eurotype is the song that we are going to play.
0: So, what
1: was the name of the album? It was... I butchered Oh, it. Conflagrations. Conflagrations. Yeah. Thank you. I was, I, yeah, I was sitting there trying to put together exactly what... I had a feeling. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Oh, so, uh, usually I'm not into progressive metal too much, but I like that. There's so much happening.
0: My ears don't get bored. No, it's like
1: if you don't like what's going on, wait five seconds. <laughs> like, and that drumming, like legend for a fucking reason, right? Oh my god, whatever arm of theirs is hitting the snare has to be like tree trunk shit. Like, I remember one time I met Brand Daler from Macedon. Yeah, this was when there were two. It was the Hunter. I know. I know opinions on the Hunter are not strong. The middle community, I fucking love that album, but that was um we can argue about it. But I saw them with Opeth, and I walk over to the bar, and there's just Brandtaylor just standing there, and we his drum rolls are unfucking real, like unbelievable, and his forearms look like is he like Popeye? Like fucking Popeye. <laughs> the rest of him, he's not a like a big dude at all. He's kind by just a, kind of a scrawny guy. Now, that's not the right. Word. Just kind of your average Yeah, dude. Average, average dude. And, but his forearms, like, he could lift a train. He's just like, oh, I'm just drumming. Like, exactly. So the drummer for this man, whoever's rocking, like, whatever arm is rocking the snare, is, it's gotta be massive. It's good God. Oh, uh, I think he might just be a normal, normal dude. I
2: don't <sighs> good, for you, good
1: for you, good for you. Because damn uh I we were talking during during the, the playing of that song and to me it's like if if between the buried and me got a sugar daddy and it was my sugar. like <laughs> and they they started you know they, they maybe had a had offspring when two bands love each other exactly they <laughs> have, Ranock. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh Holy shit. I loved that. Excellent. Yeah, that was nuts. Because it was like, there were parts that were like, jur, 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 the really jinty, like, low guitars there. And then there was like, like, pop-off snare type shit. And then there were, like, periphery E between the Buried and Me-ish solos. And I like it. Yeah, it, it, like, it made me want to get super ridiculous, like, just erratic in the best way possible. Like, erratic in a very smart way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they're just really skilled. Exactly. Skilled as fuck. Like if Tesla had a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> like The I'd car? Pull- <laughs> or the inventor. <laughs> no, the actual the actual person. <laughs> in, the, <laughs> no. in today's day and age, Tesla in a Tesla. I I have too much respect uh, for the actual man Tesla to reference that thing. <laughs> uh, when... overpriced shitty cars. Remind me to tell you the story about a Nikola Tesla and Mark Twain. It's pretty great. Ooh, yes, later. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Look it up, It's pretty funny.
0: Um so I saved the fastest, hardest, uh, shortest song for
1: last. Wow. Uh, This shit is nice, fun little, like, I don't know, Truffle of Aggression. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. uh, Truffle of Aggression. (laughs) It's delicious. How is that not an album title? (laughs) It has to be, right? Like, I feel like some dude, like, okay, have you seen Pig? Nicholas Cage.
0: Oh my God, I, I'm a fan
1: of Pig. Say, it's an incredible movie. But I feel like if 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 his character in that movie started a band. Yes, like he he just goes John Wayne, like yeah, he'll yeah, yeah, yeah. kill
4: my pig.
1: Yeah, and now I kill you, kill I you, I will.
4: I will destroy you with my truffle of aggression. You. I had realized I probably
1: sounded more like Barney Stinson than
4: I <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs>
1: A Barney the purple dinosaur. Yeah. All right, kids, aggression! Wait, who was, wait, that Barney Stinson. No, that's, I don't know. That's the guy from How I Met Your Mother. Who's Barney, the Barney from The Simpsons? Oh, I don't know his name. I don't he's either. Just, he's just Barney. Yeah. Barney the drunk. Yeah. Big boy. Yeah. All right. um... Not much <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm a brutal. Idiot. Okay. Now, names are names too are, many names. Swing to a cat, uh, hang it, hit a guy with whatever that name was. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Imagine. So, remember the last time I showed you a band from Italy? You you got stompy. I, am I gonna get stompy again? Pro- probably. I'm about to destroy your store, uh, Megan. I am so sorry. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It'll be fine. It'll be, It'll fine? be fine. Will she be okay with it? Yeah. Can we, can we take a moment here to uh, to shout out our sponsor? Thanks, Black Hat, for letting us use your empty store to record our episode. Black Hat, Records and Comics. In Dallas, Texas, across we'll from it. the Alamo Draft House. Off the block Gene Boulevard. Come buy shit. Come buy shit. We will sell you the best shit. The best shit. I love this shit. So much. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Anyway.
0: Uh, okay, so the band is...
1: Putridity. Pretty oh. sure I'm saying that. No, yes, you are absolutely saying that right. There's no way you could be saying that wrong. Yeah, I, there's, that sounds so nice. Uh, their album is called Greedy, Gory, Gluttony. Alliteration. Mm-hmm. Love here the for alliteration. It. I'm here for it. Uh, it's coming out soon, July seventh. Bring it. Yeah. So quick. Mm-hmm. I don't right. have to wait very long. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Italy's been killing it. Uh, Vision. Vision Deprived was the one that you were like (coughs) Yes! Let's go. Stompy Stomp. Uh, So Yeah. uh, Self-elevating deep inside the void is a banger. So was Colostrum self-titled. Oh wait. I totally read that wrong. Edit. Italy has been killing it lately. Vision Deprived's latest self- uh, elevating deep inside the void is a banger. So was Colostrum's self-titled. Both Itali- both Italy. Both Killing It. Putridity's EP Greedy Gory Gluttony is brutally fun. I found myself listening to it on repeat. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, Greedy Gory Gluttony is a perspective on the putridity uh, evolution through the years since 2005 till now. We revisited our old material playing tribute to inspirational death metal roots and the two new songs are an, in, in anticipation of our upcoming album Morbid Atraxia. I'm pretty sure I said that right. Anyway, uh, four songs are theirs. Fifth one is the cover of Cannibal Corpse's Ecstasy in
0: Decay. Uh,
1: it's definitely more brutal than the original. Uh, this band is brutal as fuck. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna inflict upon your ears uh, something that I'm. Uh, get ready to drink, kids. I'm gonna mispronounce the fuck out of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, adipocere adiprosary retribution. Is, is that? Is that? A dip-a-seer? A dip-a-seer? I'm gonna look that up while we play the song. Yeah, yeah. Or you'll be smashing shit. We'll see. We'll see who who can pronounce this song title. If I can look this up before the song makes me put on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, challenge accepted.
0: minutes, 42 seconds, that
1: is a fucking blender of a song. Just meat chunks everywhere. God, it's, it's like... It's like Tromaville wrote a song. <laughs> like... I, I mean, you picked up the... You, the chair hit the ground. Yeah. You, there was hair everywhere. You, you were killing imaginary people in the yeah. store it, that it just it amps the person personnel oh my god it's like okay <laughs> so the guitars like are either tuned to drop b or drop a and they are just bludgeoning that bottom string like it is just how many different ways can we fuck up this bottom string like it's just i'm gonna i don't know what the singer's name is i feel like it's frank It's probably prank. He's from Italy. Frank is possible, but with I C. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Look, I'm just saying, like,
5: the fuck? Like, I was full-on ready to just go out there and just punch a hole
1: through a car. Like, and I am not physically capable of doing that. Like, I am not. I couldn't punch a hole through paper. But, like, that shit had me, like, I felt massive. And super stupid. Like, I felt real dumb. But in the best way. Like, I, it's just, wow.
5: I mean, just straight out of the gate. Like, you made eye contact with me when that started. because You knew
1: exactly what was about to happen.
0: I was, I was like, I'm, a, I'm playing this last
1: because yeah. I want to see Patty lose his fucking mind. I flipped a chair. Uh-huh. Twice. Uh-huh. I, I set it back down just so I could flip it again. <laughs> Uh, wow. That's fun. That, that's the kind of music I don't go into the mosh bed for. No, no, I absolutely not.
0: There'd be my arm over there, my leg over there, my eyeballs
1: on the stage. Absolutely. Like, orcs come out of hiding for that shit. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Like. It, it makes me, like, I've never seen any of the Purge movies, but I just imagine that the Purge would really sync up well to this. Yeah. Just like, I'm just gonna beat the fuck out of you. I don't even know you, but you're gonna be smear on the pavement. Yeah. Yeah. Any scene involving just excessive, pulpy death.
0: Ooh, like like the, uh, the fight scene in Turbo Kid?
1: Wait. Have you not seen Turbo? You've seen Turbo Kid, right? I have not seen
0: Turbo- oh my god!
1: We gotta fix that. I love Turbo Kid and the fight. It's got Michael Ironside in it. Okay, he, I'm he, here for this. I'm here for this. He plays like the. He's just always a villain. He fucking kills it. Okay. Yeah, you're that. Okay, Necro Goblin. Fun. Okay, I forget exactly what music video it is but there's there's a video of it where the goblin character it like works at an office job, like a desk job, and by the end of it he like turns some dude's face to pulp. Mm-hmm. Kind of what I'm thinking about here too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh greedy, gory gluttony. I'm here for it. Like, I I don't think I need to say I don't need to elaborate. Like I just it gets uh, it hits all the right things. It's like a sampler it's like before you get the main course, and you order the sampler tray and you're just like, mmm, mmm, yum. Yeah. And you're ready for the main course. Yeah. You know, I, I've referenced 200 Stab Wounds once already in this show. That's okay, though. But Do this again. This song particularly makes me feel exactly the way 200 Stab Wounds makes me feel. Or like Vomit Forth.
4: Ooh. Or like
1: Sing with Sugabog or bands like that mm-hmm. make me feel big dumb. But wounds, big dumb wound. fun. Big dumb fun, exactly. Oh, yeah. Two hundred stab wounds. is probably my favorite of those three, and this yeah, this does the same thing for me. I like it. That's way funny. to way to leave it off with a with a banger there, Sabrina. Jesus, uh-huh. I'm supposed to go home and go to sleep. No, not tonight. No, we'll, well, hey, you can go home. Put something mellow on. Well, yeah. your on, recliner. I'll turn on the, uh... Voidhaven? Voidhaven. And mm. Boidhaven. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Get to it. Yeah. But uh, think of, uh, putridity as, like, your morning coffee. For real? I mean, I... That's, that's a hot-ass cup of coffee. It's like someone took a fresh cup of coffee and threw it just right in your face. It's like McDonald's coffee. Not even, like... <laughs> like... You wake up and your alarm clock just materializes into a person with a cup of McDonald's coffee. It's just like, Whoa! there's lava. <laughs> Time to die. And your are it's, it's very Raiders of the Lost Ark. Your face is just melting. Yeah. Um. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Very much here for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um. That was, that was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm really pleased with uh, the music. Yeah. I very much enjoyed it. I think we, we covered a lot of ground here today. We did. Did and hey, look, it's not even not even bedtime yet. Not yet, not yet. Not yet. Uh,
2: but yeah, uh,
1: th- thank you, Patty. Well, th- no. No, 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 thank you, thank you, and 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 thanks, listeners. You've, you've reached the end of the episode. You have, uh, remember to support support your local bands, uh, support the bands you hear on the episode, absolutely, if you like them, of course.
0: Uh, hey, if there's a band you like
1: area that we should know about drop S- us a line S- Send it our way yeah there's bitchin bitchinmetal.com there's the bitchin on the insta sh-
0: shoot a shoot a message yeah. share share yeah. I,
1: I learned about convent that way convent's dope all right yeah but we'll, we'll talk about that later until next time For sure.